need to find a better spot for this. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to episode seven of our equality and diversity talks in the music industry. And today I'm with the amazing Laura Nachtachal. I hope I said that right. And yeah, thank you, Laura. And she's here today to talk about her journey in the music industry, as well as some of the things she's done to pave the way. Um, such an amazing job that she's done to pave the way for other people to access the music industry and to feel inclusive and included. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, about myself. I'm 46, going on 28. Yeah, I'm 28, yeah. You look amazing. Uh, I'm, based, I'm based in the Netherlands and I've been a full-time guitar technician tour manager since 2002. Amazing. Minus, uh, yeah, there was this thing the last two years, not much work. <laughs> yeah. Mm. And in, uh, in 2016, I finally came to terms with myself yeah. and learned to accept myself for who I am. An amazing, amazing woman, rather than a reluctant and not quite there, for lack of a better description, man. Individual, mm. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's amazing. That's very inspirational. So tell us a little bit more about that and how that's kind of impacted you as a person and kind of some of the barriers that that's brought along with it and the challenges that you faced? Uh, the barriers prior to accepting myself were, I wasn't there. I was in the room. I traveled all the world. I toured. Everybody liked what I did. Yeah. But I was, ne I was never there. I was, uh, I kept saying that if there was a lineup of a robot, a zombie, a corpse, and me, you could not uh, with 100% certainty say, no, that's the life one. Yeah. I, you just couldn't because I wasn't there. I was literally just going through the motions. If you would ask me, how do you feel about this? What do you think about this? I would just come up with rules and laws and regulations well this is how it is yeah there, there, there was no there was no laura to feel or say or express and um yeah that that's been my biggest barrier prior to coming out to yeah. accepting myself um and i should actually say yeah accepting myself because the coming out is that is that, isn't it? It's 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 almost a bit of a charade for the outside, for them to make sense of who we are, rather than the other way around. Yes, definitely. But I've learned to accept myself in 2016, and in 2017, I invited the rest of the world in by saying, "Hey, welcome to the actual me." Well done. Um, <clears throat> since then. Uh, I've take I've started taking up a lot more emotional footprint 
I went from 0.3 because smaller just wasn't possible to you know, a very healthy, I should say 1.4. Now, now when I entered the room, people will be like, oh, yeah, yeah, Laura's here, we know. And that, that, that's good. Maybe I'm still trying to find my way in between, but maybe 1.1 is fine. 1.4 is where I'm comfortable at. So the world will deal with me in the 1.4 version. Yeah. Um, it has definitely started raising other barriers that were not there before. Right. Um, sexism on the work floor, pay gap, employability. Yeah. yeah. Um, before, I was never once asked for my resume, not once. And especially in 2019, when I, uh, when I first officially started shopping for new bands as Laura, all but one asked, so, okay, yeah, thanks for your interest, but do you have a resume? Right. And... Most of them did not even bother contacting me since. I chased up with them a few times like, hey, you're still looking right. I'm still available for all your shows and my resume meets your requirements. Are you still interested? No, 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 we're still looking. That is very interesting you said that as well, actually, because I feel in the same situation as you do from being on one end of the spectrum and going to the complete other end. Mm. I actually feel that a lot. I think a lot of people don't realize that there is a lot more challenges and barriers as a woman in the industry. And I think as an underrepresented trans woman on top of that is kind of an additional barrier on top of being a woman. And I've always felt that I've had to prove myself 150%, if not 200% all of the time. You know, absolutely. it's a great point you made. Yeah, yeah. and so before, if I would ever need to ask, hey, do you have a job for me? Before I'd finished my, my ask, the confirmation was already given. Yeah. And that completely evaporated, um, going from on average about 200 uh, shows a year in 2019, including travel days, I hit 39. Wow, that's a massive drop, isn't it? It's it just, just over 20 shows. That's 10% of what I'm used to doing. Right. And that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's horrible. And of course, part of me thinks and knows it's because of being transgender. But I'm not going to say or think that's what makes me special. It's just the fact that I'm a woman yeah. in an industry that's very still very explicitly patriarchal and misogynist. Uh, the, the type of jokes that, that are still being made, much less than before, but it's still being done. Yeah. The abuse women take, the automatic assumptions that are being made when a woman is... Uh, in the crew or on the tour bus. Who did you sleep with? Whose partner are you? Yeah. There is, there is not the same departure point 
that men and women start from in this industry and it's it's changing for the better now i i could be on uh, on cruise like in in fall i'm going to be on a 20 person crew just wow. four women that's not a lot is it that's it's three more than i'm used to and it's it's good it's better but it used to be there yeah. would be one uh, so, so it's, it's changing, but it's um, you know, the point of departure needs to be uh, it, it needs to change. The, the, the playing field needs to be explicitly leveled so that the equity change, changes for, for the better. And ultimately, it's going to be a situation where we just want the best person for the job. Yeah. What what how they pee or what, what pronouns they go with. It's irrelevant. That's irrelevant unless that is part of your job description. Okay. And okay. on stage, 99.9% of the time, it is not. So stop using that as a qualifying or disqualifying. Uh, given yeah but uh, yeah it's uh, it's changing but it's um it's, 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 it's still not good yeah and what about inclusion how do you feel about representation and inclusion across the board in the music industry for our community how do you feel when you look around the workforce and the workplace for our community specifically uh when it comes to women it's definitely improved a lot in the last 20 or so years. Yeah. Uh, if, if there was a woman on the crew, she'd be the merchandiser. Uh, now it could be the tour manager, the monitor engineer, the guitar technician. It could be anyone. Um, but in numbers, representation is still lacking. Yeah. On a crew of six, there might be one. Uh, but yeah, it's it's better than it was uh, for people of color. I am mostly white, yeah. but I'm not fully white. Yeah. I I am aware of still having a lot of privilege because I'm mostly white. Yeah. But seventy years ago in the war, I would have worn three different uh, markings in the concentration camps for. And being lesbian, and transgender, and Polish, and Jewish. So there's well, actually four reasons for me to be othered. So um, I'm, I'm I'm aware of the privilege that I do have. I'm also very aware of the privilege that I've lost, and I'm aware of the disparity between uh, people in the workforce. If, if you're a man, you start at the top of the ladder, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And if you're anything but a white man, you're going to be several runs down mm-hmm. on that ladder. Yeah. And, and probably yeah. staying there, maybe with, like you say, 150, 200% input and effort, possibly climbing up a run, possibly. And that's, um, that, that's difficult. 
uh, representation. Uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely getting better. Uh, tokenism is being used. Oh, tell me about to, it. To make sure of that. And I'm very, I'm very torn about tokenism in itself. I don't want to be hired because I'm a woman. I don't want to be hired because I'm a transgender woman. Um, my last two bands that hired me, hired me because they wanted a diverse crew. Yeah. To some extent that is filling quota. Kickbox exercise. To a certain extent it's tokenism. Yeah. Uh, and that's the negative side of it. In, in the positive, that same thing happening is, hey, there's one more woman on, on the crew. So it's, yeah, it's, it's, a bit it's, it's, it's a difficult thing to, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hate-love thing, but ultimately there's one more diverse person on, on stage and tomorrow, because I'm on stage, uh, there will be more. Uh, on most of the shows that I've done in the last year, I've just I've had just random people, even from the audience side, walk up to me. It's like, oh my god, that was so amazing seeing a woman on stage. I work in a studio and I'm the only woman since 1970. That's that's actually what a what a woman told me. She was working in a studio in Paris. She was the first woman to be employed by that studio since they opened in 1970. Shocking, shocking. Yeah, it, it is. And for them to see me on stage was very inspiring to see like, hey, I see this, I can do this, I can be this. And uh, if my being used as a token helps further someone else's dream, I say, bring it on. Exactly. I use all of the tokens available. For me personally, it's not too nice. But as a person providing representation and disability, it's bring not, it on yeah. because the community will grow because of it. Yeah, we need more role models. And that's a great point that you made. I think it's one of those things where it's, it's very much a balancing act on your kind of beliefs and then also trying to help raise the bar and raise that diversity level you know so I think what you're doing is super amazing and very inspirational so well done for that um I was just going to say that like, do you have a lot of stuff coming up in the future like so I know you're pretty busy so do you want to tell the audience what kind of things you've got coming up um uh, I'm, I'm busy enough I could be busier um I've got uh, lots of summer festivals with one band coming up nice. and a few shows with my other main bands. Uh, until recently, I had three bands, but with one band, we, uh, we decided the click wasn't quite there. And me being a stage technician, that click is imperative. Um, so it was sort of better to to go our separate ways. Um, but with the two remaining bands, I've got uh, two full tours coming up this fall and about, what is it, 15, 20 summer festivals uh, to go this summer. 
Amazing, that's what. That's... And uh, what comes next? We don't know, provided uh, COVID-22 doesn't come up. Uh, I should be doing world tours like I used to uh, in the next year. Nothing is inked yet, but uh, one band who's been asking my surf for my services for the last four years has made the request again, and they they talked about world tour. But if no actual dates are being proposed, I can only say yes, yeah, sure, I'd be available, but I need to know when. Yeah, yeah, you need a kind of advance, don't you, to yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah, and and one of the two main one of the two bands that I'm working with that's this uh, the band with a really large crew. It's a really big production, but based on one country only. Uh, they they still do a lot of shows and big shows, but it's not something that you would do five months a year. Right. It's like one very heavy month, okay. early year, early in the year, one heavy month, at the end of the year. So it's, um, it's, it's, it's not quite the same as being on tour for four months uh, across several continents because this band is very limited in their, uh, in their market. And that's a good point, actually, because you're based in Holland. Like, what are the rights like for um, equality and diversity? They're the same as they are in the UK. Do you get better rights? How is the employment over there? Is it freelance kind of stuff that you have to do and stuff like that? Uh, I would say it's pretty good. Yeah. We're sliding from pretty much like a lead card to yeah chasers. Uh, we've, we've, we've slipped down a little bit, uh, but that's more because the countries around us are making more progress, especially when it comes to being transgender. Uh, for you and the people listening, there's a difference between getting access to healthcare after a diagnosis, after a diagnostic uh, uh, trajectory, yeah. versus informed consent, which basically says like the, the doctor asking you like, are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Just like you would go to the doctor say, I've got a headache. Mm-hmm. You'll get access to healthcare. Yeah. And that, yeah. that's the big difference. Countries around us are starting to implement informed consent whilst the Netherlands is still very stuck in the diagnostic okay. um, Access to healthcare takes a long time, but that's more because of supply and demand thing. There's only so many healthcare, uh, healthcare professionals for the ever-growing number of people seeking help. Yeah. And that's not because there's more now, it's because more people feel secure and safe and confident enough because they see role models around them to say like, hey, yeah, actually me too. Yeah. Or they finally find the language because they hear someone else saying what they've always felt. Yeah. And that's, um, yeah, that's the thing that's happening in the Netherlands. Uh, 
a very good change I've noticed happening is that uh, I don't know what it's like for other countries in Europe. I'm saying Europe, not the EU. Um, is that we're soon going to get rid of the gender markers on identity cards. Oh, wow, that's brilliant. That's yeah. a step yeah. forward. Yeah, the get in the X in passport has already been, uh, or at least identity cards has been an ongoing battle that seems to be finally won. It's, it's still some, some progress to be made, but uh, things are moving forward. Yeah. And yeah, on the identity cards, the gender marker is supposed to be completely redundant in uh, one or two years. Brilliant. That's a massive. So, yeah, it's, 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 it's definitely a win. But for people doing a binary transition, I'm proud to be called Miss. And I'm proud to show my, my card and says Miss Nachtegaal. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'd be a little bit sad about that being taken away. But it's been taken away to help others rather than suppress me. And then I say, yeah, sure. I would have liked to have both options, but this is better for more people. So yeah, let's go with it. Makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's great. I hope the UK follows soon. Fingers crossed they might, you know. So that's a massive, yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Um, so yeah, if anyone wants to follow you on social media or if they want to reach out to you because they might be feeling that they want some advice or some kind of guidance, is there anywhere they can contact you? Uh, yeah, absolutely. When it's, uh, well, what, what's the channel that, that I'm speaking to now that's mostly music related, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you could contact me through anything related to Miss Giver, and I'm sure you'll, uh, you'll add the links yes. later on. Uh, and yeah. And any questions you have about representation, visibility, shadowing options, even, and even, or even if you need to, um, which, which probably touches on a different subject, but I've also been doing counseling for gender questioning and transgender folks uh, for a few years now. And, uh, I'm always interested and willing to to help you. I'm speaking to you there Thank on the you. screen. If if you have questions, if you have doubts, ask to someone who's uh, who's been there, done that, and is able and willing to speak about it. So if you have questions, speak up. I'm I'm here. I'll listen. That's lovely. That's lovely. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. And thank you so much for being part of the show and sharing some of the journey that you've been through, the inspiration that you are, the hard work that you're doing. And I just want to say, I can't wait till, till I see you in the summer. That would be absolutely amazing. So thank you yeah. so much. And I'm wishing you a great week ahead as well. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.
thank you so very much as well for even providing the platform for you, for me, for the listeners, for the people that don't know their listeners yet, but will soon be uh, uh, to finally get where we all want to be, acceptance. You need representation and visibility first. So through awareness, which is what you're providing by being, uh, by being representatives and being visible, ultimately you're going to get to acceptance and that's where we all want yes. it should be. Definitely, I totally yeah. agree. I'm so glad I met you as well. Like it's so refreshing to actually see people like myself working in positions, you know, and, and actually thriving and flourishing in the music industry. So thanks again for being such a great person and just for being you, because I love you to bits. It's amazing. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Likewise. Thank you. I'll speak to you soon. You take care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.